Welcome everyone, this is the very first episode of the Fantasy Quick Pitch Podcast, and I'm your host, Christopher Wolf. Here's a real quick preview of what this podcast is intended to do. We want to provide you with the daily need-to-know information for your fantasy football leagues in a 20-minute or less experience. If you're like me, you don't have the time to listen to all of your favorite fantasy football podcasts every day, and that's what makes us invaluable. Get all of your news, notes, injury updates, and fantasy advice to fit into your schedule. The Fantasy Quick Pitch Podcast will provide you with both commissioner and DFS-style fantasy information. So let's get it. Okay, so week four of the fantasy football season. Today is September 30th. It's a Wednesday. We do have some injury information out right now. Uh, Friday will be the main injury podcast show uh, to get you going here. So uh, let's just jump right into it. Andre Ellington uh, is limited in practice again this week. Um, It's looking like a possibility of him returning to game time on Sunday. Um, Chris Johnson performed really well in his absence, so I think it's going to be a running back by committee situation there. Uh, Just keep an eye on that. Julio Jones uh, is listed as probable for this week. He's been dealing with some minor injuries, but should be good to go. I don't think you'll have any problem putting Julio Jones in your lineup. Crockett Gilmore is doubtful and probably on the, the worst side of doubtful as well. I don't think he's going to be playing on Thursday night. Uh, after his injury. Uh, Brashad Perriman, same thing. He's most likely won't be playing. Lorenzo Taliaferro should be good to go this week. Um, they need something going from their running back situation really, really bad. LaShawn McCoy is listed as questionable questionable, excuse me, as of right now uh, with that hamstring injury. It's looking like he might miss this week. So, guys, you need to have Carlos Williams. Hopefully you picked him up if you're a LaShawn McCoy owner. Um, if not, you, you know, he's a he's a play. He is definitely a play this week. Um, you're, you can plug him in. He's a top 20 back if LaShawn McCoy is out. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Taylor listed as probable. He had a chest injury. Should be good to go. Uh, Sammy Watkins listed as questionable and looking like a possibility of him missing this week. So keep an eye on that. He's not a guy that you were consistently trusting on a week-to-week basis as it was, but uh, just something to keep an eye on. Percy Harvin uh, having some hip soreness uh, should be good to go this week listed as probable. Jonathan Stewart should be okay. He's listed as probable with a calf injury. Um you, you know, you watch that situation, but he should be good to go. Jericho Cotri is going to be out this week with an ankle, ankle, excuse me, an ankle injury. Uh, it's not like you were really counting on him unless you're in a super deep league. Anyways, let's keep going here. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey listed as day to day and looking like he should be ready to go this Sunday. So we'll keep an eye on this situation here. You're going to plug him in if he is active on Sunday. But you got to temper your expectation here. You got Jimmy Pickles throwing in the ball, so I don't know. Um, it, it's not a, a very bright outlook here. Eddie Royal listed as probable, should be good to go this week. Matt Forte should be good to go as well. Marquise Wilson, good to go. Jake Cutler, it's kind of hazy right now. Um, I, I think he will be out again this week. Moving on to the Bengals. A.J. Green should be good to go. He had a little bit of soreness uh, coming in his monster, monster week 
last week, so he'll be good to go. Uh, you shouldn't have any issues there. Josh McCown had some swelling in his throwing hand. Uh, x-rays were negative. He'll be good to go this week. Hopefully, you're not having to count on that guy. Moving on here, Dwayne Bowe is listed as day-to-day. I don't know what's going on with that situation um, as of right now. Dwayne Bowe doesn't even deserve a roster spot in the deepest leagues. Jason Witten listed as probable. Uh, this guy is an Iron Man. Regardless of the injury, he's probably going to be good to go there. <clears throat> Peyton Manning had a little soreness. Uh, he'll be good to go. C.J. Anderson was evaluated for a concussion on Sunday, was able to return to the game, so he is going to be uh, a good to go this week as well. Matthew Stafford was having some some injuries resulting from last week, uh, ribs and elbow and finger, I believe it was, thumb. Uh, he'll be good to go this week. Um, man, I don't know. Hopefully you're not relying too much on Matthew Stafford, but... Um, yeah, he should be good to go. Moving on, Randall Cobb had some soreness. He'll be good to go. Eddie Lacy was able to play on Monday night with that ankle injury. Um, he wasn't required to be too much of a workhorse back, so um, that's good for him. That's good for Eddie Lacy owners because he wasn't he didn't aggravate that injury and should be a top ten back this week as well. Devontae Adams listed as questionable. I would say he's probably on the more doubtful side of questionable as of right now. I think he's going to miss at least a week, uh, but we'll keep an eye on that situation. Ty Montgomery filled in pretty well in his absence uh, with the limited number of targets that he had. He performed very well. Moving on, Andrew Corliss, the tight end for the Packers, is likely to miss a few weeks, uh, so you're not going to want to have him in your lineups. Going forward, the Houston Texans' Aaron Foster. Still questionable this week. Hopefully, we'll be able to slide him in our in our rosters. Um, DeAndre Hopkins totally cleared from his concussion and will be good to go. Uh, moving on here, Jeremy Macklin uh, had a little soreness, uh, apparently, and he should be good to go. I don't think we have a, any issues there. Lamar Miller, uh, coming from that ankle injury, uh, should be good to go. Hopefully, they get start getting some production out of him. Uh, Jordan Cameron was able to play this week and is listed as probable as well. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has an ankle injury and is probable as well. Moving on here, Charles Johnson of the Minnesota Vikings, a wide receiver, uh, has a rib injury and is listed as questionable as of of right now. If he's not good to go this week, then then Mike Wallace should receive a small bump Maybe he is playable this week. Uh, that's a situation we're going to keep an eye on. Drew Brees is going to be testing his shoulder this week on today and tomorrow. So we'll have more information on Friday on him. But he's looking good as a possibility of playing this week. Brandon Cooks has an ankle injury uh, but should be good to go. Uh, Victor Cruz of the Giants. Uh, I'm going to say he's probably going to be out again this week. They had a couple slot receivers in for tryouts this week as well as a tight end uh chris cooley so it's that's not promising maybe i'm looking into it a little bit too much but it sounds to me like they're trying to get in some guys that can replace that inside production that victor cruz is so good at from the slot um again i might be reading into it a little bit too much here but uh definitely not a positive outlook for victor cruz as of right now Eric Decker is still listed as questionable with that knee injury. Um, 
I don't know. It says there's a possibility of his availability for Sunday's game in London. Unfortunately, it's such an early game here that you're going to need to know whether you can plug him in probably Saturday night. So we'll try to keep you updated on Friday and give you as much information as possible. But if you have another viable option, I would think that Eric Decker is probably a sit this week. Chris Ivory listed as questionable as well. He was available on Sunday, but didn't receive any snaps. Apparently, he was the emergency back in case Bilal Powell had an injury. Uh, Chris Ivory was was available to go in. Uh, again, that's another situation you're going to want to keep an eye on because they play that early game. Uh, if you have another viable option there again, Chris Ivory will probably be a sit. Uh, moving on here. DeMarco Murray missed practice again this week or was limited in practice. Uh, he's questionable coming into coming into this week. Uh, another situation we're going to want to keep an eye on come Friday. Um, Ryan Matthews performed very well in his absence, so I don't know if they're going to have a sense or have a sense of urgency to rush DeMarco back into it. Um, another week might be helpful for him. Uh, Cody Parkey was placed on injury reserve this week, and they signed Nick Novak as his replacement. So if you're a Cody Parkey fantasy owner, Nick Novak is now the name that you're going to want to pick up there. Okay, let's keep this going. Ben Roethlisberger sustained a pretty nasty knee injury on Sunday. If you watch the game, I mean, there wasn't a doubt in my mind that he was done for the season, but apparently this guy is Iron Man, and it's only, a, I believe they said ACL sprain is what it is. So uh, it's looking like four to six weeks. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on there for sure. Uh, moving on even more here. Uh, let's look here. Ladarius Green was out on Sunday um, from a second concussion in 10 days. Hopefully he'll progress this week. We'll have more information later. Uh, hopefully he'll be available this week for your fantasy usage. Uh, Carlos Hyde, ready to go. Um, there, I don't think we have any issues of any uh, uh, lagging injuries on that front. Torrey Smith, uh, questionable with a knee. Another situation we're going to keep an eye on. Vontae Davis, same thing, questionable with the knee. We'll have more information on Friday. Reggie Bush, looking like he's going to be out again this week with that calf injury. Um, man, he, I think, has saw five snaps this year. Uh, very, very disappointing for the 49ers there. He was supposed to bring another element to that offense. Hopefully, uh, they get him back as soon as possible. Marshawn Lynch is listed as questionable. They play on Monday night. So, hopefully, you picked up Thomas Rawls this week uh, if you're the Marshawn Lynch owner. So, that way, you can sit back and hopefully play Lynch. And if not, you can, you can plug in Rawls there. Um, if not... You might need to find a replacement. Um, man, uh, you know, being a Monday night game, you're going to have to have that, that second option in case Lynch can't go. So uh, something to keep an eye on. Hopefully we'll have more information on Friday. Todd Gurley should be good to go this week. He saw six rushes last week uh, with uh, just a, kind of a man performance. But uh, we'll see if they start ramping up his touches. He's not a start this week, in my opinion. Maybe flex-worthy in a deep, deep, deep league. Um, but keep an eye on that. Brian Quick is still considered day-to-day. -day. I have no idea what's going on there. He's been inactive and actually... He was supposed to have a very good season. Um, they were talking him up in the out in the off season. I, I hope I hope he can return soon because that offense de desperately needs him. 
Uh, moving on to Tampa Bay here. Mike Evans should be good to go. He saw 17, 17, 17 targets on Sunday. That is crazy. That is a ton. Um, especially in PPR leagues, he's a plug-and-play guy. I mean, he is a top 10 receiver in a PPR format and still a, a, a definite start in standard leagues. Moving on to... The Tennessee Titans are on bye this week. Uh, you shouldn't have any concerns there. Antonio Andrews is a guy uh, you might be interested in picking up. He should be good to go um, with his ailments, um, hopefully. Uh, you can pick him up this week if you're in desperate need of a running back situation in hopes of playing him next week. Uh, moving on here to the Redskins, Colt McCoy is listed as questionable as of right now. We'll see how this pans out. Um, I don't see RG3 as a reliable backup guy here in case Kirk Cousins goes down with injury. I know they don't want to play RG3. Uh, so they want Colt McCoy back, but this is another situation we're going to want to keep an eye on here. Um, again, on Friday, we'll have more information for you. Okay, moving on. We're going to do... The top five pickups at each position. Now, looking at this, what we're talking about is the top five people at each position to pick up who is less than 20% owned in ESPN standard leagues. Okay, your, lo your local home team might be a little bit different than this, but across the board, it should these guys should be freely available. Okay, moving on to the QB position. I know I poked fun at him earlier, but Jimmy Clausen has a pretty fine matchup. Uh, this is a guy that made Josh McCown uh, look pretty good last week. Uh, Oakland, their defense is a wreck right now. Jimmy Clausen, now I'm not going out there and uh, hoping for a lights-out game, but I think you can get possibly get a serviceable game from Jimmy, uh, and he's at 1% owned right now. Uh, moving on here, Ryan Mallett is another possible pickup at 4%. Uh, he plays Atlanta, another... Um, Defense that's not not that good, pretty fantasy friendly uh, towards oppo opposing quarterbacks here. Um, he's a guy that if you're desperate, you can plug in and probably get another serviceable game here. Uh, the third one, I have Michael Vick right here at 15.7%. Um, now, honestly, this one scares me a little bit. Probably my most shaky suggestion here because he does play on Thursday night. He's had a short week to prepare uh, for Baltimore. Now, Baltimore's defense is a mess and you know usually you can plug in that opposing quarterback and have a real real uh sense of confidence going into that game uh mike vick's a big question mark here but if you're uh desperate at the position i think you can plug mike vick in and get an okay game out of him uh, my fourth guy i have here is blake bortles he's at 9.4 percent at indianapolis um you're hoping for garbage time points here. Uh, if Indy has has it the way that they plan, it's going to be a massacre, and uh, Blake Borders is going to have to throw the ball just like he did last week at New England. Okay, moving on here to the fifth guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 12% at Miami. Um, you know, you'll, you'll get a serviceable game again out of him. Uh, the last guy I do want to mention, uh, he's 34% owned, so he is a little more owned than the guys I like to talk about, but I do want to mention him, Derek Carr, playing Chicago. Um, he should have a really, really good game, borderline Top 12, if I, if I want to go out on a ledge here, I think he's going to have a great game against Chicago. If he's available in your league and you're 
hurting at quarterback, I'd go ahead and plug him in with a pretty good sense of confidence. Moving on here to the running back position, I have Thomas Rawls as my number one guy at 12% playing Detroit on Monday. Especially if you're a Mar- Marshawn Lynch owner, you want to have Rawls to plug in in case Lynch can't go. Uh, moving on, my second guy, again, on the whole Lynch injury aspect, I have Fred Jackson here. He is at 18% owned on facing Detroit on Monday night. Again, another guy, if you're a Lynch owner and the Thomas Rawls is, is picked up, uh, go ahead and try to get yourself Fred Jackson to put in his place. Uh, again, hopefully you should get some production out of Fred Jackson. Moving on, the third one I got here is Kyrie Robinson of New Orleans at 10.6% ownage, um, playing Dallas here. Uh, you know, some could say Kyrie Robinson is the third option here behind Mark Ingram and C.J. Spiller, but Kyrie Robinson has been pretty consistent here, getting good usage, getting decent fantasy points. If you're desperate at the running back position or flex position, I think you can go ahead and put Kyrie in there and get a decent game out of him. Uh, my next one here is Lance Dunbar, almost in the same role as Kyrie Robinson, who I just mentioned He's at 21.9%, so a little over 20, a little more than I like to talk about here. But this is a guy in PPR leagues that is a must-have. They play New Orleans this week. Lance Dunbar just had 10 receptions for 100 yards and has been very consistent in the PPR format. If Lance Dunbar is available in your league and you have a roster spot, you need to pick him up. My last one I'm going to talk about is Antonio Andrews um, at 2.8%. They're on a bye. Uh, He's with the Tennessee Titans, and they're on a bye this week. Um, You know, he looked like the lead back for for Tennessee here. Uh, And Tennessee should be able to provide a pretty friendly fantasy running back situation here now that they have a passing game. Uh, He's a a guy worth a... uh, Worth a pickup here. A speculative pickup to add to your bench uh, as a guy that possibly could come into the running back two landscape. Moving on here to the wide receivers, I have Ted Ginn as my number one guy at 15% at Tampa Bay. I know just the name right there makes you want to vomit in your mouth a little bit, but he is the lead guy in Carolina, and Cam Newton wants to throw the ball. Uh, He's a guy that you need to have on your radar at 15% this week. Cole Beasley of Dallas, he's at 12.8%. His outlook last week was a little bit better than it was this week now that we know they're going to run the ball 30 times a game. Uh, He's another guy, though, that you want to keep an eye on. He's going to be the safety blanket here underneath. He's going to be that second option after Jason Witten in the passing game with Brandon Wheaton throwing the wide receiver screens and the slants and the inside stuff. Uh, definitely a guy that he have, if you have a, have space, you're going to want him on your roster. Moving on, Leonard Hankerson at 10.6% against Houston this week. I, he, I think he's out-snapping Roddy White at this point. He is emerging as the number two wide receiver in that Atlanta office offense, excuse me, um, and that's going to have some pretty good fantasy value with Julio Jones pulling double coverage and that safety over top on consistent play. So if you can get your hands on Leonard Hangerson right now, I think he's a good bench stash. Moving on, Alan Hearns, I'm kind of playing on the whole Blake Bortles things where they're, they're going to be throwing a lot. He's the number two option in that offense. He's at 6.7%. Should see a lot of targets this week as. Um, as Jacksonville is placed from behind for the majority of the game. My last one here, Ty Montgomery. Again, like I mentioned earlier, he stepped in for Devontae Adams after his injury and performed well with his limited number of targets. 
He's at 5% against San Francisco. I think he does have fantasy value. If you have the bench spot, you plug him in right now. Tight ends, the last last group I'm going to talk about, Kobe Fleener is at 16.4% with Dwayne Allen possibly not playing again this week. Kobe Fleener is a guy that you can plug into your tight end position and feel okay about. Moving on, Max Williams again on a Thursday night this week against Pittsburgh. He is 22.9% owned, but definitely a guy that you need to be looking at. Crockett Gilmer has put up surprising numbers in this offense the last couple weeks, and Max Williams is taking over that role. Max Williams um, was a star coming out of college. He got overshadowed by Crockett Gilmore. Um, he did see a number of targets last week, including a deep target that he dropped to kind of almost lost the game for him there. But he's going to be heavily involved in this offense with no other viable options other than Steve Smith Sr. Uh, he's a guy, He's if he's available and you need tight end help, I think you can plug him in here. Uh, my next one, Mercedes Lewis, again, kind of playing off that whole narrative that uh, Jacksonville is going to be playing from behind. He could see an increase in targets here. He's at 0.3% owned, barely owned. He's, you know, he's going to be available in your in your league most likely. A guy that if you're super, super desperate, I think you can get away with starting him this week. Um, my next one, I have Brandon Myers at 5.1% against Carolina with the Austin Severian Jenkins injury. Brandon Myers has seen an increase in snaps. Should be seeing an increased offensive role here. He's a guy, if you're super desperate, you can go ahead and plug him in. Again, the last one here, I was kind of surprised to see this, but he's only 16.6% owned, and that's Ladarius Green. Lots of people must have dropped him last week after the whole concussion thing. If he's able to go, he's a he's a top 10 uh, tight end in this office offense maybe one last week uh you know antonio gates is coming back from suspension next week uh this might be your last chance to get some decent cheap production out of the tied in position if ladarius green is available you pick him up and you start him if he plays Okay, guys, that's going to be it. We went over a couple minutes that I wanted to, but that's all right. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to tweet me on the Twitter machine at fantasy underscore, underscore QP. That's fantasy underscore QP. Or send me an email at fantasyquickpitch at gmail.com. Have a great day. This has been the Fantasy Quick Pitch Podcast.